Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Jim Crack Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton were teaming up to record episode 119 of the 1 1, your West Australian racing, cricket, football, politics <laughs> podcast <laughs> on uh, Thursday, the 17th of March. It is, uh, it's about quarter to 12. Uh, Albany. Getting a bit hungry, actually. Yeah, Albany in action today. Geraldton, Crayfish Coast tomorrow. That's Friday. Ascot, Saturday. And it's the Bunbury Turf Club's Southwest Autumn Cup Day at Pinjarra on Sunday. Yeah, looks a good day's racing on Sunday, actually. I need you to piss off soon so I can do the form. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it looks, a, looks a, a good day's racing, BJ. Albany today, Geraldton tomorrow. This is... Yeah, this don't is, like much of Jero. Pretty quiet day at Jero, but Albany's going to be a fill-up, I reckon. So. Card? Uh, I reckon both cards. I reckon yeah. Albany Ascot double. Yeah. yeah. How many races? Nine, seven, 16? Yeah, we'll go 16. From 16, 16 winners? Yeah, yeah, 16 winners, yeah. It's Job. easy when you're back the field. Job done. Yeah. And remember, BJ, to stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City meets. Get out, stakes, competition. It was another Sammy White. Last week, we'll get to that later. Mm. Uh, and it's heat two of the um, jockeys versus trainers, uh, Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing Mastermind Competition. Mitchell Pateman successful last week. Through to the semis, we've got LK Fernie representing the trainers. And we have, who do we have? Jordan Turner Jordan. representing the hoops. Jordan Turner, a short price favourite. But I don't know. Luke can always run a race. He can always run a race. Well, last week, you. Declared it was going to be a, a whitewash, mm. 3-0 yeah. to Geordie. So we'll see what happens there on today's Mastermind, week two of the tournament. Uh, just on that Sam White rule, we've been going for a while now. How long have we been going for? 119, 119 episodes? Yeah. So with Sam White rule, is probably about the bit over 100 episodes since it's been introduced mm-hmm. and people just can't seem still can't seem to wrap their head around it. so we'll have to cover that when we do our intro to the get out stakes because there's a few grow-ups gonna have to get uh, thrown around i think so but before we do that betfair edge what's happening on the betfair edge and, uh, uh yeah betfair edge back uh, back tomorrow i'm sure we'll hear about our miles has tipped all the cards again um a few bangs, <laughs> few bangs. <laughs> he bangs and booms <laughs> yeah he doesn't mind a bang and a boom um yeah, we're on tomorrow and uh, good to rock and roll. We had Hayden Ballantyne on last week. He's a good. He was a bit of a laugh, bit of a jerry giraffe. So um, yeah, no, we're we're on six five seven a.m. on two p.m. three p.m. one of those two. Not sure because the daylight savings. What um, download the app? Download the app, PJ. Yeah, the yeah. SEN app. Yeah, yeah. 100%. What was uh, what we asking? What was the conversation with Hayden? Uh, asking was it, was it just him if he felt like horses? if he felt like a goose when he went and celebrated the uh, when he after hit, the hit the post. <laughs> yeah, no, did he hit the post? I was sitting behind it that day, uh, oh. and uh, he went off and celebrated. I, in all fairness, I thought it was through. Yeah, being there live, but yeah. uh, geez, that was great. Yeah, that was yeah. great uh, sport. Yeah, it was. I'm good. trying to say, but uh, no, we we spoke fine romance obviously before the uh, the hoof abscess or whatever when to be there, um, and discussed a few of his runners and how he got in touch with Bob and how that all kicked off. It was, because uh, he's uh, he's got she's graceful. Uh, in the uh, yes. gym crack as well. Yes, exactly right. So, um, yeah, he'll be hoping for a, a bit more luck after, uh, obviously, fine romance. It's a bad year to pull up bloody such a thin oaks. It was a, it was a hoof abscess. I've seen uh, Julio um, say something else, but um, <laughs> uh, Julio. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. But it's out. All right, Bet for Edge, download the app. Terry will be on there. Terry Miles tomorrow. Sorry, Check it out. So uh, let's get cracking on Jim Crack Stakes Day. Terry, you mentioned earlier that there's a bit of wind around. Important, yeah. Important to note. Yeah, we'll get the easterly in play. So straight away we'll, we'll allow for it to play a little bit more uh, on speed because of that reason. Harder to make ground. 
uh, with the Eastley um, at Ascot. Um, but the big thing is that the rail's back to true, BJ. Last time it was meant to be back to true, they skipped it and um, they went around in the one-metre pad, uh, which was quite interesting. That's right, yes. The prior two times in true, there was one in January and one in December. Uh, that inside pad was, was completely off. You're on the rail, you, you basically couldn't win the horse race. So um, interesting. There'll be a couple of different minds of thought. I spoke to a couple sorry, of people. So just repeat that again. When was the last time we were at true? 24th of January, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, and... There was a, um, yeah, so the, the rail was off on those two occasions. So now we've had two months since they've raced on this pad. So realistically, that metre of turf should be, it should either be fresh as a daisy and it could be a great spot to be. It's got to just be a lot different to the rest of the track yeah. it hasn't been touched in so long. So there, there, is the, there is the mindset that that pad could be um, still off and still yeah. horrible, but there is yeah. also a big chance there's been an overcorrection or, because that pad's fresher, it's playing better, and we could get a hot lane. So definitely pay attention. There is there has got to be a big chance, BJ. You know, you occasionally we occasionally get that day. Um, we're getting it up at Geraldton a bit at the moment, where the last on Geraldton, the last meeting, the first six leaders won. There is a chance we get one of those days okay. where if you lead, you just about win. Um, I'm not saying that'll occur. We're only guessing, but um, if that plays hot with the Easterly in play. It just makes it very hard to make ground. So big watch, big watch on the inside deck. Okay, very good. I'm Butchie's big inside deck. All right. Race one, the Bellis Racing Stables Handicap for the uh, it's an open three-year-old event over the 1,000 metres. And uh, not a bad little race, this. We actually got last year's Perth Stakes winner. He's gold, engaged, and Polizier, who's engaged, ran second in the gym crack. So both these horses were among our better performed two-year-olds last season, but they're uh, sort of out of the market here. They've been squeezed out by a few promising types in the form of Medellon, My Baby Blue Jean, State of Power, and Rockin' Rupert. Terry, you mentioned about the rail back to the true, as well as the Easterlies early. Uh, the likely leader, My Baby Blue Jean, with Victoria Corva claiming on board, finds the rail, rolls along. A well-judged front-running ride from Victoria would see My Baby Blue Jean pretty hard to run down. But Medellon is going to get the sit on My Baby Blue Jean, knocked off Harmika last start. Harmika came out and won at Ascot yesterday. So That was good racing, wasn't it? Yeah. Harmika, another one, son. I didn't have a bet there. I probably should have. I had Harmika even money and it yep. got the 260 late. I just... I don't know. I just opted to stay out. But um, that was it was good. Yeah. Good yeah. viewing. One other yeah. one son was beaten at about the three. And um, yeah, I think other one son's probably the one with the most scope out of those two potentially. But potentially, yeah. But I, think, I don't think Harmaker's. I don't know why. I don't know why Harmaker's racing midweek still though. I know. Yeah. It's waste, you're wasting the same amount of points and earning a third of the prize money. Interesting. Yeah. And I think other one son's got to probably stretch out 14, 16, yeah. 18. Yeah. Really, both really, really nice horses. And it's good to see the two gun jocks going stride for stride as well. But um, yeah, metal on the form line looks good, doesn't it? Coming out of that race. The and, big uh, thing to note here is my baby blue jean jockey named Sunday as well. Yeah. So that's a bit annoying. Yes. Uh, I think they'll scratch and run here. This is, looks because they've drawn the wrong side of the straight, and Adam does have another one in on Sunday. And it's an eighty thousand dollar race. Yeah, exactly right. So I'd be surprised, but uh, my baby blue jean is one from one down the straight. But yep. um, yeah, who knows? You've got to note that. But it's very annoying. Say you wanted yep. to hop into now. What are we talking? Metalon is two dollars seventy, which I think. I think that's enough. I'm about two thirty, two forty Metalon. Um, but I mean, if my baby blue jean comes out. What's that? A, a tw roughly a twenty cent deduction, twenty, forty, fifty. You're talking even money, Matalon. Ah, oh, it's still probably yeah, it's still probably not a horrible price for the best. 
with the main danger coming out, but just a bit annoying because you'd, you'd know which way you're going by mm. now. So it'd be nice if it was scratched from one race or the other, but um, yeah, should lead Metallon on its back, dance session in the breeze. Dance session's very quick. It's got mm. the capabilities if, if Vicky's not careful to, um, to pop across and be mm. annoying. But if so, I think that my baby blue jean would just pop to the breeze and then Sean can follow whichever one he wants to. And I'm always wary, BJ, big fresh performance following him next start at the shorter price. Yeah. And we've yeah. seen that a bit with horses like, I know it wasn't just fresh, but even like the Houser Serenity pans down. Um, that was a different race, by the way, that pair. As soon as Zebul came out, yeah. wasn't it? It was just uh, put your hands in the air and there was a bit of money for – Acromantula before Zebul came out waving that around, morning. Waving around like you just don't care. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. But I mean, yeah, someone knew, I think, that uh, Zebul. Oh, so, I'm a bit slow on the uptake there. So, Panther then, so uh, Zebul came out Saturday morning. There was a money, I, apparently, in the, I didn't see it myself, but I was yeah. told in the sort of hour beforehand. Yeah. So, why would there be money for Acromantula before him and Betlaw was kicking? So I dare say somebody knew Zebul was coming out, which changes the race drastically. Um, but, uh, yeah, Metallon for me, BJ. I'm about $2.30, $2.40. Big watch on Rock and Rupert. It's the one that's uh, it's got a lot of X factor about it. We don't know how good it is. Um, yeah, very big capabilities. If I was going to lay one, it'd be State of Power, $4.60. Coming off a good win, though. I'm a, oh, this is this is three lengths harder, and it goes up four and a half kilos, and, and it's against the East yeah. and it's got no map. State of Power is 20 to 1 here. Um, yeah, no, State of Power wins, I'll give it up. Are you just a little bit salty because Material Witness should have won that race oh. last week? No, I, I think a few. <laughs> I think a few of us feel like we should have won the race that week. But I reckon the key thing to look at for me is have a look at how they're all travelling on the bend. Yeah, and I think Material Witness was travelling better than any of them, and, and Holly was just a little bit worried. Fair enough too. Yeah, um, at what that riderless horse would do, so she opted to go back under him, which obviously uh, meant we couldn't win the race. But. Um, yeah, hopefully we can make amends in a fortnight's time. All right. What would you have done price-wise, my baby blue jean, with Clint Johnston Porter in the saddle? No, uh, no. A little bit short. I was – yeah, that's that's a good question. I was um, – I was $2.30 Metallon, $4.90 maybe, but my baby blue jean, I reckon I would have been more like 260 $3.80. Yeah, okay. Probably even more so, yeah. I know it loses the three kilos, but yeah. – um, yeah, I think Clint gets a, a lot out of him. So, yeah. Yeah, it would have had him a lot tighter. Yeah, okay. I I didn't have I – th I thought Medellon was the winner. I didn't have him at that short, though. I, th I marked Medellon and my baby blue jean the same. I thought, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I had state of power in the market as well because I thought that last, that the sectionals that reeled off last week were pretty were uh, were pretty good and the start before ran behind Spin the Knife and Pixie Chick, so the form was sort of there. Uh, Rock, and that, Rock and Rupert was – I thought was, it was poor that start. I don't know. There you go. I just want to knock it. I decided yeah. Yeah, it, can go, it can go on the tricks of the trade bag. It's <laughs> going to keep knocking it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yeah, I was sort of thinking that that, that uh, Medellon would be sort of high threes maybe, uh, but I think I might have got that pricing wrong. My, so my baby, my baby blue jean rolling along out in front, um, giving a kick with uh, Victoria Corva on board. I think it's going to be hard to run down, so Medellon's going to be after you right on top of its game. And the Durant horses are just – so powerful at the moment they're going being well placed and they're um they're chalking up the wins everywhere so yeah i think it's obviously it's between the two and for me having marked them both equally um my baby blue jean being four compared to metalon's 250 260 sort of thing then i'll have to have a slight lean to the leader my baby blue jean yep but, no um i think it's it's a racing two rock and rupert the big watch 
got a lot of talent. Um, Could land one one, rock and rip. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, if my baby blue jean comes out, it probably gets to the breeze. Yeah, that's that's an interesting watch. Yeah, the breeze. I tell you what. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm slightly leaning to the leader, my baby blue jean, but good little race to kick things off. Yeah, Metallon for me, but yep. I, yeah, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm 230. What was I? What did I just say? I am $2 and how many cents? 30 cents. So, mm-hmm. 270 is enough for a bet, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I really want $3 to feel like, to feel interested. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, very good. Race two is the Tap Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap. No metro in last year race over the 1,400 metres. Bit of same, same about this, isn't it? Like a lot of these horses are, are going around against each other, uh, coming out of the same race, Gold Merits, Gallant Ranger, Spirited Sessions are coming out of similar races, Fred Dagg, Sam Saroon. Uh, I suppose the horse that is coming with a bit of a point of difference via a different path is the Adam Durant train, Stella Fair. Thoughts on the West Bay Platinum? Guru? Oh, jeez. Thoughts. I'm going to go full Tim Gossage here and yep. um, and just pick one because I'm just out of feel. <laughs> Gostradamus. You're kidding, aren't you? Um, <laughs> geez, no one, no one likes me. Um, I, uh, yeah, BJ, there's, there's not much between a lot of these. Have um, you heard of the mute button? Uh, yeah, I, they are. No, he, he, lots of people are. Um, no, he does nothing wrong. I just, just find it funny that you tip and you tip. From feel. Um, anyway, I um, <laughs> there isn't much between a lot of these. Fred Dag, as you said, they're, they're all coming out of the same race. Um, BJ Gold Merits is drawn nicely here. Might go better for Lacta potentially. Mm. Uh, I thought Gold Merits was disappointing last start, and the reason I'll say that is when Chris got into clear air, I thought that was all over. I thought that was a ten out of ten steer. So that was the only little caveat on Gold Merits. Um, the only, the only thing I will say about that race is they just had to do so much work in the mid race. Just the way he was pretty comfortable though she was pretty comfortable sorry in yeah running. you had to prior to that hadn't had to do as much work between the 800 and the 400 mm-hmm. that it had previously and maybe that just blunted it a touch late when the race was there to be won so, yeah which is interesting because native times was there to be beaten and nothing could get past it so i think they were all just um a bit gassed late yeah, i think they're all not that good as well so yeah well that's true that's, so you gotta have the race run to see don't you exactly right but um yeah and i've priced gold merits and spirited session my equal favorites here uh spirited session will go far better on speed uh, we'll either leave and probably, it, probably it, just parks on Stella Fair. Stella Fair. Stella Fair will be probably popular with the Easterly and the yeah. fact um, and the fact that it will lead this race. But it fell in over strike now. The third horse was Many Mansions. Fair Rouge. <sighs> dearie me. Before that, it sat in the breeze and just battled away behind Rule And it beat a horse called Family Connection who will go around about 15 to 1 at Albany today at York BJ. So, look, I think she's getting better, Stella Fair. I think she's mapped to go very close. But, um, look, I'm not going to get too excited about what, trying what to have you, What have you got the breeze horse being? Luke's choice? Uh, they'll want to be in the breeze with yeah. Luke's choice, I think, will be the go. But I'd suspect they just go forward, try and go forward with key trade jump first the other day. So from yeah. 10 with the Eastley, just drop to last, or do you just take the game on and push forward and go to the breeze? So, um, yeah, it could be. Yeah, there's a number of options, but um, key trade's probably the one, I think. But it could even be Spirited Session just leads and Stella Fair sits in the breeze or Stella Fair leads and Cat Spirited Session's happy to pop off early and go to the breeze. Yep. Um, yeah, there, there isn't much happening. Very even race. But so, as I said, I'm going to go full Tim Gossage here and I'm going to just tip Zatorio as a complete point of difference. I reckon it's probably the best horse in this race. I thought it's run last week. doesn't look all that crash hot on paper. But you remember the start of last campaign, Zatorio was running really good races over sprints behind Sun Sun, behind 
Uh, sorry, the other horse escapes me. Who it ran over the thousand meters behind before that was a couple of really nice runs. So it's had a six week freshen up. Last week came into a race that was just out of its depth. Um, got it didn't really get run off its legs. Jade just took that strong hold. She's been doing a lot recently and just mm. made it. She could have had it in six, but she had it in in tenth. And I didn't mind the way it hit the line around horses like Ex Celestial and um, Queen of Soul and horses of that nature. You know, um, so look at just just on spec up to the 1400 meters for the fact that i think the rest of these are just all so level and all so bland the fact i'm going to get about 20 bucks each way Zatoria, i think i'm going to have something small on but i'm not brimming with confidence bj well it's on feel if you're heading down that path I'm, i'll channel my inner goshradamus and i'll uh i'll go with uh number one fred dag friendly his last two runs has been Super three wide, no cover the entire, and just kept coming. I thought his rutten was his performance was superior to Gold Merits and superior to Gallant Ranger and superior to. Although I thought Differentiator was a pretty good run actually, but um, Fred Dag just needs a just needs some cover for uh, for Jet Stanley. And if if Fred and if it's a bit of a muddlingly muddling run race and they sort of bunch on the turn, he can he can move into it with momentum, peel, and maybe get last crack at him, old Fred. But at about nineteen dollars, best available, I think I, th I that sort of was oh, what price did I might Fred? Let's, uh, let's have a look. I was about ten dollars, Fred Dag. So he sort of double that. Um, you know, in an open race, if you um, it's hard to be really confident about any of the the main chances like super confident which is why we've got a 450 460 the field top job if you're looking for something outside of that fred dag top way don't mind it bj it hasn't won in like a thousand days 966 like yeah 966 so. days very stiff should have won at mount barker i think jet sort of uh, fumbled the whip a little bit well done to the knife as well for his win on um was that two weeks ago two weeks ago. oh geez <laughs> crescent crescent city <laughs> Uh, well, well done again. Anyway, yes. for your win on uh, Crescent City. So, uh, yeah, no, I don't mind that. As a, a that's of a race, isn't it? That's of a race. Yeah, well, and have a little bit of a go. He's, he's. I think he's the only horse, maybe Zatorio, perhaps, who's now eligible under the new criteria where it's no metro in last year. Fred Dags actually won a few a few sad days. So yeah, yeah, cool. All right, Zatorio, Fred Dag, Quinella. Mm. I can't see anything going wrong there. <laughs> Ah, race number three, the Ascend Sales Trophies Handicap over the 1,600 metres. Bernard, mm -hmm. um, do you like one here? Yeah, I do. Do you? Yeah. I like one here too. We haven't discussed this. Um, I, I Actually, you like Ginger Baker. I you? like Ginger Baker. Yeah, yeah. You go first then. You go first. That's not the winner. Oh, it could be actually. I marked a favourite. but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I just, I just feel like Ginger Baker is just – screaming out to win a race. He's lined up in a 72 plus that was won by Don Bashu. Admittedly, he was he slid in down on the 52 kgs after Kesha's claim. But yeah, just got squeezed, impeded the whole straight, just kept coming, was very stiff, beaten 1.8 lengths. I even feel as though he was a bit stiff the, the day that we were all on him and he ran eighth in that Tina Kutu race. Sort of finished alongside Sowell. They were both a sort of Probably wasn't travelling as well as so well, but there was a few unlucky runs in the race. And prior to that, ran third to Chevelle de Varga and was huge. So Ginger Baker, Brad Parnham going on board, back in grade. Um, that was Dom to shoot. 
that that horse is one of the fancies for the Grandstand Cup. Later in the day, I feel like Ginger Baker's ready to win and um, just a reasonable running uh, reasonable running transit from Brad Palmer. I reckon this is his race. Are you worried about um, the fact that we'll probably get well back with the Eastley employer? Uh well, how fast are they going to go along in this? What have we got here? We got scoreline, big batter boom. Yeah, scoreline, um, scoreline's a horse that's a bit of a muster. Had some success with um, back in the day, and all of its wins were from leaders back, not leading. Yeah. So um, I think big batter boom should be able to take it up and can control the race. Are you tipping National Guard? No, I'm tipping big batter boom. Oh, really? Yeah, with with a degree of confidence, actually. The price has gone off. I'm. Oh, that's a little sooky, 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 sooky. Getting it on air, sooky, sooky here, BJ. Yeah. Um, sooky, sooky. Jesus, uh, <laughs> it's still enough. Seven bucks is plenty. Um, yeah, look, I think Big Butter Boom will, will lead them up. At worst, it does breeze outside of scoreline. Yeah. Uh, she gets a horse that likes to go forward. Um, some weird old- What man. happened to it the other day? Just wouldn't keep up with them. Uh, didn't jump first up either and then uh, came home like a uh, like a rocket. I actually backed it when it got out to a big price here. So it went super, but um, yeah. yeah, unless it can jump and lead, I can't see how it probably wins this. Um, yeah, National Guard improves, as you said. Downforce is going to be back last with the East League Crescent City. Downforce is flying, actually. So yeah, it's going to um, be back again. We got to let's. We got to. I think it's really important when we do this to allow for the fact we're going to have an East League. Yeah, it's early in the day. Like you just, I'm just wary like, about tipping back markers when it's just not going to be the conditions. Oh, I'm not to tipping, suit, tipping downforce, but you, you, where are you thinking Ginger Baker lands? Uh, sort of it's going to be two, two or three behind him. It's going to have to be. It's going to have to be uh, rearward, yeah, mm. from from the third widest gate. So it's going to have to be somewhere uh, second half of the field. But um, I just just quickly on Big Butter Boom, if you go back to it, it runs this campaign. Um, it was stiff behind Bogart five starts ago. Went really well. It just That was a, a race with a fair bit of speed where yep. it couldn't get near the top. Then Jade went on in that race. They went mad. Remember that was Tina Kuto, Crescent yep. City. Yep. Um, it was a, basically all the stayers around the trifecta. To run fifth that day because all the other horses on speed just will and it stuck on and it was just so big. Uh, then came out, they sat three in the three deep line. It was deep for a fair bit of the race. Just not how you ride big butter boom. Beaten 2.8, Dom to shoot. Same, was, same race as Ginger Baker. Yeah, yeah same race. It's, it's been in a lot of the same races as Ginger yeah. Baker actually. And um, and then last start, they went up to the staying trip mid-race. The horse sort of shied and, and did you say and that? the 1,200, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a happy horse then. And then it ended up in the breeze and up behind a horse. Just forget it. I don't think it's a stayer anyway. Just just a complete forget run. Uh, seven days between runs. Brad Rewilla going on. These are the type of horses down in Albany. When Rewilla goes on these type of horses, they they find three or four lengths. Like we saw mm. Lover Chat find three or four lengths the other day. And it's a regular thing. So it's no reason that in town it, the same thing shouldn't occur. It's a great speed map. Um, if you just look at the, the weight swings, that um, – that uh, Big Butter Boom gets on a few of these as well. Big Butter Boom gets four and a half on Crescent City uh, mm. for that run and three kilos on Ginger Baker for that run. It's dropped points while the others have either picked some up or lost their claims or whatnot. So there's there's a lot in its favor. You've got the Eastley in play. I, I just think the this race suits it down to the ground um, and, and if you're willing to forgive last week, which I think you have to on that, and the fact Bradbury Willow's going on, it's a, it's a real box ticker. So, um, yeah, I'm just over $3, big butter boom. With, okay. the, with the conditions of the day, it just makes a lot of sense. Um, very wary about Ginger Baker. I think if something gets me from the back, it's definitely going to be Ginger Baker. And, um, yeah, 
I'm actually $8 tin snip as well, BJ. Yeah. Um, if we spoke the about tin snip last as, week. Well, if it plays as I think it will, it should be on the back of Big Butter Bone. Mm. Um, and if it- Pushing the scoreline out the way. It would, need to, it would need to improve that. Yeah. So, but you're taking that on completely on trust that it's probably, um, well, it is the most credentialed horse in this race, but um, yeah, it's pretty poor last start. Yeah. I'm just, just a bit wary of Big, big Butter Bone, how he's sort of- He's, he has a has these tough preps, doesn't he? Like he's just he gets asked to do a lot. <laughs> a lot of Roy's get asked. Yeah, to do he gets a lot, asked so. to do a lot. So I just wonder if that sort of has a uh, takes a toll on them. But yeah, you're right. It does look um, especially if you can cross scoreline, and that's uh, that will probably make a big difference as well. Um, but yeah, very good. Yeah, I thought this was the race for Ginger Baker. Terry uh, has big butter boom in the threes, and it's currently around the seven fifty eight dollar mark. Is that mm, right? Yeah, I was. Again, I thought it's still about nine ten, but uh, it might not be popular at all. I think Ginger Baker will be quite popular. No, I think you, I think you might be right there too. I think it's gonna in the betting. The Crescent City has to be a bit of a wobbler for me from yeah. Barrier Six. They're not trying to go forward on it. It's got weight swings against. Jet gave it a ten out of ten to win from the perfect spot when Trade Him in wobbled off. Crescent City's way under the odds. Downforce from last with the Easterly in play got to take on. Ginger Baker's the best sitting sprinter. It's going better than all the sitting sprinters, and this makes sense. Um, and I'm about 460, so it deserves to be where it is in the market, I think. Sheik at 10 bucks. Sheik at 10 bucks. National Guard, I showed some respect. It's yeah. just, just, it's I first was, up run was, was huge. I was $9 National Guard. Yeah, I was, about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was about the same National yeah. Guard. So, um, yeah, look, I'm I'm happy when you can get a map to yourself, and I think the horse has had genuine excuses and has upside in regards yeah. to distance jockey change. I'm really happy to go that way. So, um, yeah, that'll be nice. And also, ginger, like I don't think this is the case, but you could sort of say that maybe Ginger Baker has missed his window for the prep. You know what I mean? Because he's sort of potentially like bang, bang, bang. But well, we'll touch on um, a few horses very shortly, like a trade war who's probably in a very similar spot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. You actually you actually said that a, a couple of weeks ago. It's not something I've ever really considered all that much but it's a yeah it's a very valid point and been something i've been probably thinking about more so okay so. all right race four is the crown perth handicap 1200 meters ratings 72 plus smart young horse in uh, river rubicon goes around here coming out of three-year-old company takes on the older horses sliding in on the minimum all the rage in betting Jeez. however i suspect that the guru might uh might be looking to operate around the two dollar fifty five Two dollar fifty. I'm looking here. It's sub two bucks at a couple of the agencies I can see here. It's probably average even money flat. Um, where I'm looking, and yeah, that's that's. Wow, thin. I just uh, had the uh, odds up just refreshed. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, someone's keen. So I thought it was uh, unders when it went up this morning. To be honest, I, I understand it's a three year old on the rise, etc., etc., etc. But um, yeah, this this is a sticky race. I got. Very minimal sort of confidence going into this, but I'll Jeez, I, I, I tell you what, if it drew two, three, four, something like that, it was like uh, low twos. But the thing for me was, where does it where does it get from seven? Yeah, again, I, I didn't think it jumped all that well last start and it was gifted. That was a three year old race last start that was very poor. Um, Policia, the, the jury's out, we'll get a bit of a line through it in race one, yeah. Um, but um. Yeah, that was a very poor horse race. It won last week, and I think this horse needs to step up in journey, not stay at the twelve hundred. So definitely can win. I've marked it favourite, but I'm sort of an equal five five bucks yeah. uh, River Rubicon. So um, I was yeah. I was three dollars three bucks. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably I'm probably a bit too long. Um, there's a first for everything, but she um, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's the uh, yeah. I think it'd be popular, but that's that's got to be under the odds. The good thing for me here is because this is a race I didn't really like, but I mean I think Miss from the gate 
it's a very hard ride for Holly, up to 1,200 metres as well. Like, I, I for was, me, that's I was just, singing three wide new cover. Mate, that's just there. the type of horse I take on. Yeah, she, she either looks for a spot or goes back to last. You yeah. go back to last with the Eastley, it's very difficult. Or yeah. you look for a spot and, as you said, you're probably three wide no cover. So, um, yeah, look, I, I'm happy to look around Starline to a degree. I think it needs a bit further. Um, Peter Fernie. Wouldn't mind making a splash though. He's been hasn't trained one in the city for a while, so I reckon he. Uh, we don't know how it's going, but mm. I don't know. Laugh for all is seven eight bucks. Not a horse I thought I'd consider backing, but it, it's last few fresh runs have been really good. So. Yeah, well, I mean, laugh for all the beat. God has chosen. Yeah, first up last prep. <laughs> Ascot twelve hundred. That was that was a horror show. Yeah, uh, but but then ended up holding her own in black type mares company. Like she was. Unlucky in one, then ran third in another, and then she was three wide, no cover the entire in the in the final leg of the series, and boxed on to be beaten less than four lengths. So Michael Lane has this, had this mare going really well during that mm-hmm. summer prep, um, and I, I feel as though if River Rubicon is going to get rolled, it's going to be Laugh Roller. Yeah, 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 no, hundred percent. I think that. River Rubicon will win, but at, and but I mark Laugh Roller second favourite. I don't think. Yeah, I reckon River Rubicon definitely, or not definitely, won't win. But just that's. I just wild. That's a wild price. Mm. Even money. Um, I'm really surprised by that. So, um, yeah, I think State Attorney can win. Really like the trial. Hard to gauge because there's only three in it. But yeah. um, from one, Clint Johnston Porter, three of the fence. How's that inside pad playing? And um, maybe go the Roy Rogers, Brad Rewilla treble. Satoru into Big Butter Boom and to Star. <laughs> Seriously, it's going really, really, really well. Yeah. Better up to the 1,200. Needs a senior on board. Go to its run two back against Kenny Luck. Behind comes the time lipstick flickers. It was probably the run of the race. Yeah. Um, it's it's currently 15 bucks each way. And, yeah, so that's definitely worth consideration too. So you think my uh, market looks a lot different. And Express Time can obviously. You think Express Time crosses from nine and finds the rail in front? Uh, Scooter's machine. Surely they'd try and kick up and lead them yeah. on Scooter's. I saw think. it. Yeah, so potentially. Potentially. They, they should be. Scooter's machine ping the lids last start. So there's a chance Express Time crosses, but um, it might just sit in the breeze. And it seems happy sitting in the breeze. It's won twice in the breeze. This campaign. Also, so. 1200 as well. They might not want to burn too much, but probably wins by nose again. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think. I think the only punter in WA is Scotty McCormick that's happy that it keeps winning because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I keep underrating it, that's for sure, and uh, he keeps having a fill-up. So, yeah. Yeah. What a campaign from Express Time. Being top weight in a 72-plus. And don't forget, good it got, on me, him. got me the lip first up as well, pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, so good on him. It's, um, uh, yeah, it's that's the type of horse you want, isn't it? Just jumps, runs on speed. Always looked like being a fair horse early and then it lost its way. Yeah. And it was a swimmer, wasn't it? Early? Yeah. We thought it was going to be a yeah. swimmer. So. Yeah. But uh, even its first start in race, it was a really dominant maiden winner at Northern yep. Express Time. But this this prep has really clicked into gear and now it's sort of established a pretty good record, nine from 23. But yeah. River Rubicon, heart of hearts, I feel like he's, I feel like he's ready for 14 again now. Um, and he... And but the, what I really liked about him last start was just his last hundred. He just he just drew right clear and uh, well clear late. Um, ended up being a two length margin on the line, whereas him and Polizia were sort of neck and neck there for a stride. But he sort of strength prevailed late. Um, you got to remember Polizia couldn't go at its previous two. It wasn't just one bad run. Polizia couldn't lift its legs twice in a row. So and the third horse, I think. Yeah, I think Heavenly Bella, Waters. I think Bella in third. So the yeah. dogs. So. Heavenly Waters and. Red 53 was the other one, wasn't it? No, Red 53 dropped out. How yeah. was that drift? Three bucks out to six, seven dollars at jump. Yeah. That'd be an inter- I'd be interested to know where that drift was from because I'm pretty yeah. sure there's no yard watches in at the moment. So yeah. that was um, a funny one, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the win was a bit more meritorious than, than what you what you Oh, I, I, it was and, still look you, the, you can beat what's in front of you, but I'm just saying it was I'm not gonna see it beating Polisier as a Yeah. I just think a, this is a, a horse 
on the right. It's only going to be having a six start on. So I think it'll win. Too short for me. The the value for me is number three, La Farola. If River Ucon doesn't get the, the brakes in running or um, or the fines are 1,200 a bit short, La Farola is the, the kind of mare with the talent to knock him off. I like it. All right. Um, geez, I'm going to be full pockets after Roy Rogers is just trained to treble with Brad Wheeler in the saddle, aren't we, eh? No. Brad and Trigger. <laughs> Here we go. What a combination. Trigger, Brad's riding – I wonder if Brad will be okay. I think he's riding at 56.5 for the meeting. Is he really? And he's got man crush in race six at 56.5. Okay. So yeah. he's probably been – maybe he's got the raw caricata ride on it. Yeah. Sort of um, all right. Let's take a break and we'll be back with trainer versus jockey, Mundaring Hotel, Mastermind, tournament. Should I go in? No, nah, that's good. <laughs> I I struggle. I struggle. The thing is, I struggle because there's now extra words, and I already struggled with the amount of words we had, and now we have to add jockey trainer heat too. Heat too. There's a lot too. So all right, let's switch. Who, who's going? Who we got? JT and LK. JT LK. Let's uh, let's go. Okay, BJ. It is now time for heat two of the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition. That's right, Terry. Heat too. Cannot wait. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you do get an opportunity to drop in and see the publican in Butchie O'Connor, make sure you do. Feed, flutter, froffies, big deck, all happening up there at the Mundaring. Enjoy some of this lovely, not as hot weather that we've got coming up this week. So yeah, make sure that if you do get up the Mundaring though, make Make sure that you let Butchie know that you're a 1-1 fan and uh, he'll look after you 100%. Now, we've got Heat 2, Jordan Turner representing the jockeys, Luke Fernie representing the trainers, two highly esteemed representatives of their field, and they're going to do battle in uh, for our jockey versus trainer mastermind tournament. The winner goes through to a semi-final, Terry. Joins Mitchell Pateman, who uh, was successful last week, but uh, no, we've got both of the boys on the line. Luke, we'll go to uh, we'll go to you first. Your good mate Mitchell Pateman's already progressed through. As a, how how are you uh, first of all, and how are the confidence levels tracking into something which I'm sure is right up your alley? <laughs> oh, I'm not real good with trivia, so I'm I'm, I'm actually not going to declare myself with this one. I reckon Percy will probably have me. Uh, he might have me covered here. I struggle to remember what I had for dinner last night, so. We'll have to just try our best and see how we go. Jeez, I prefer I prefer a more buoyant and bullish LK Fernie. This is uh, this is boring, mate. We could have um, yeah, we could have got someone else if you're going to be like this. But uh, Jordan, you, you <laughs> must could, be. We could have got Pete Fernie. Hey, we could have got yeah. Pete. He would have declared himself. Hey, he knows Pete, everything. Peter. Pete would have been a moral. Sure. Me. But Jordan, good to have you back. Um, as I said, I thought you were a bit stiff when you uh, came up against uh, Chrissy Parnham last time out. You've got to be better for the run, and you've got to be confident here. Yeah, I'm a little bit confident. Um, I wouldn't say I'm declaring myself. I sort of, um, yeah, I think last time I got out done by Johnny Fine, so we just have to see what happens. Did you did you go back and listen to the tape and and uh, learn a bit from the uh, first up performance, Jordy? Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the betting market say before before we getting underway here? Yeah, uh, dollar twenty five. Jay Turner. Yes. Uh, four dollars. Oh. Four dollars thirty. LK Fernie. Yeah, okay. And the, the nil all draws. There's been a bit of support for nil all, actually. <laughs> so a few people think this might be a soccer match, BJ. <laughs> this, might, this might go to a penalty shootout, I reckon. All right, all right, here we go. All LK's right. going to park the bus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, jockeys versus trainers. Jordan Turner versus Luke Fernie. 
Gentlemen, your names are your buzzers to be crowned this week's mastermind. You will need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Here we go. Jordan Turner, are you ready? Yes. Luke Fernie, are you ready? Yeah, boys. Three, two, one. Okay. Well, first of all, we really need to record Pete Anthony's start, don't we? We just need to play that every time. All right, boys, are you ready? Who am I? I was a gun two-year-old who won my first five career outings. It wasn't until I ventured to Melbourne for start number six. Jordan. Jordan, he's going early. I want to say Whispering Brook. Oh, oh ding, ding, that's ding. impressive. That's impressive. I, uh, BJ took a few no, extra lines. Don't let me listen to the question. <laughs> oh, you've, you've been <laughs> stiff there. You've been stiff there, but that's uh, no, that's very sharp from uh, from Jordan. I can't even read the rest of it out. There's, there's too much to come. It was Chris Parnham in the saddle when she first uh, tasted defeat in Melbourne. Six Group Ones. Uh, 1.2 million. Raced in six group ones. Raced in six group ones, I should say. Yeah, Peter Nucky on board for those five wins. The Supremacy, Gimcrack, Karakata and Sires. Uh, My first name is opposite to Shout and my last name is also a small stream or a female's name without the E. I was hoping it got to that, but it didn't. (laughs) Whispering Brook, very good. Jordan Turner, 1-0. That was 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 impressive. That would have had had him 1-0 in front of anybody he came up against. So uh, you're stiff there, LK, but uh, I've been told you, uh, you do your best work from behind anyway. All right, question two. Saturday's dominant Flemington winner, kiss on all four cheeks. Finished third behind Western Empire in last year's Railway Stakes. Name the horse that finished second. Jordan. Jordy. Um, Three. What was it? Um, two. One. Uh, no, uh, come for me. Oh, oh just, <laughs> just. I reckon LK is going to protest that one, though. Oh, Luke. Did you know that one? Uh, I did, but I wouldn't have got it as quick as what Jordan did. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. He's got me cold there twice. <laughs> <laughs> Is Luke's buzzer still working? Yeah, no, I reckon. I reckon. Let's just trial it. Eh? Let's just trial the buzzer. <laughs> All right. Geordie right, scrambled late and just got in before the shot clock went off. So that was comfort me. Reese Radford, Peter Nucky ran second in the uh, railway stakes of last year. Come okay. on, LK. I'm back in the end. All right. Which of these trainers has not won the Perth stakes twice in the last 10 years? Trevor Andrews, Neville Parnham, or Ted Martinovich? Luke Jordan. Luke. Yeah, Aaron, it's Neville. Oh, ah, bang. <laughs> bang. Bang. <laughs> Teddy Martinovich and Trevor have both won twice. Neville has just had the one victory in the Perth Stakes in the last 10 years. Who was that winner? Who was Neville's winner? Yeah. Brinkley. Brinkley? Brinkley. Was yeah. it? Did Brinkley win a Perth Stakes? Gee whiz. Is that right? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Brinkley. Well, no, whacked out. Whacked, whacked out. out. Yeah. Jeez, that's, that's before my whacked time. Out. Whacked, whacked yeah, out. Man. Yes, so 2-1. Two one. Here we go. Here we He's go. on the board. Inspirational girl will be representing WA in Saturday's five million dollar All Star Mile at Flemington. Name the Bob Peters owned duo that ran the Quinella in the twenty twenty All Star Mile at Caulfield. Jordan. Jordy. Jordan. 
Um, Regal Power, uh, William Pike, and Mark Dara, Silver Strength. Oh! oh. <laughs> Curse, you've made a mistake there. <laughs> and Luke, oh. Luke Fernie for the steal. For, for the steal, Luke. Regal Perrin, Superstorm. Oh! <laughs> He's levelled up. He has levelled up. Unbelievable. Silverstream was a nice also. Unbelievable stuff. I see where it went. I was really impressed because Geordie gave us the jockeys as well. He was working it out. He's got the SS Silverstream Superstorm. Oh, Oh. dear. That's that's a bit stiff. That is a bit stiff. That's a bit stiff. Two all. Two all. Jeez, how many two alls do we get? I know. This is good. This is good. LK is just rope-a-doping here. (laughs) Here we go. All right. (laughs) All right. Who trained the William Pike ridden? Kiss Bang Love to win the 2017. Jordan, Luke, Jordan. Oh, Jordy, you're in there first. Kiss, uh, Russell Stewart. Oh, oh survived. There we go. The odds oh, on top. Thrilling, <laughs> thrilling audio. Luke, did you know that one, LK? That, that's incorrect. James Stewart trained it. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, great, great contest. But Jordy Turner, you are the mastermind. 3-2 victory over Luke Ferry. The jockeys are on the board. Geordie goes through to a semi-final. Congratulations, mate. A few nervous moments, but you got the result late. Yeah. I reckon Luke done pretty well there the last little bit. I'm pretty surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan thought he was getting a ride off me next week, and he's not getting one anymore. I reckon Geordie was sitting up for the photo late. Yeah. And he almost got swamped like... Pot of stuff. Yeah, so, 100%. Or oh, yeah. Douglas White. Douglas White. A bit, of, a bit of scales of justice in the, uh, the Kingston town there. But uh, no, I reckon um, oh, that was a, it was a ding-donger. It was a That's ding-donger. That's what we'd love to see as well. I'd love to see. Mitchy Pateman got the board for the trainers. Now yes. Geordie gets on the board for the jockeys. So it's one all. Uh, it's one all, which is, um, yeah, great going forward. So we're going to need you back on in a few weeks again, Geordie, to take part in the uh, in the semifinals. Can we get you back on the, uh, the Mastermind? Hey, BJ. Yes. Um, I'm just in the car with Gupta. He wants you to get him on here. Oh, <laughs> does, he, does Gupta want to represent the trainers? We're looking for one. Yeah. Does, yeah. He, does he still have a trainer's license? I think so. Ask him. <laughs> He's going to have to apply for it just for the mastermind, <laughs> if not. <laughs> Tell Gupta we'll lock him in. He can represent the trainers Wait. in one of the next heats. We need one more uh, hoop as well. We've got Chrissy Parnham. That's in the next Mark, uh, Mark Gupta Nelson, of course. Uh, we need to, we need, I've got Chrissy Parnham locked in. Yep. We've got, uh, so we need another, one more jockey. We got, I've got a little mattress in mind. So okay. we'll, yeah, leave it with me. All right. So, Luke, Fernie, thanks for coming on and uh, having a crack, mate. You did very, very, very well. Um, before we let you go, you've got four runners at Ascot on Saturday. Tell us a little bit about, you've got Miss Frost costume party in the gym crack and you've got Man Crush and left the building in the Perth Stakes. Yeah, the two-year-old races look like extremely hard races. I mean, Simon's will most likely win the, the Phillies race and um, I think the, the Perth Stakes very open. So probably the best, or the best uh, run in the race will, will win and um, hopefully one of mine gets gets a nice run and that's them. Um, Miss Frost, she's going good. Hopefully she runs like she did last start. Tricky gate. Um, looks to be a pretty tricky ride for Holly. So, um, yeah, hopefully she can pull one out of the bag there. And, yeah, they're all in good form, so hopefully they run good races.
Any other um, cliches or standard lines you want to give us, Luke, before you go? Or um, Well, Terry's got five horses in work with me and every one of them slow and I just like stealing his money. So I'm just, I just like keeping him happy and I'm going to Nobu tonight on what Terry paid me for the month last, last, last month. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Asked, you asked, I didn't see that. You asked, coming, you asked for honesty, a brutal yeah. honesty and transparency. Al Luke's has got you. Got so. me. Absolutely clean rip me. Okay, Fernie, uh, uh, trainer, trainer of you had. Uh, he's had a crack at the mastermind <laughs> today. Thank you very much for coming on. But Geordie Turner, he is our winner. A $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring is on its way. Geordie, congratulations, and we'll see you in a few weeks for a semi final showdown. No worries. Thank you, boys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, fellas, except for you, Luke. Yeah. Been a pleasure. See you, boys. Deary, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. mate. I think he meant to say all of them bar you had, by the way. That's, that's what he meant to say. But uh, and, and Yemen Lass, of course. Um, yeah, no, that's good stuff. Bit of a good comeback from LK, though. Good comeback. When, he, when his back was against the wall, I, I did think we were going to have a little 3-0 whitey, but... Um, uh, nah, good stuff. The, the silver stream one that, that could have that would have come back to haunt him if it cost him. Yeah, as well, the, so. you, you 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 middled it. You middled it. It was shades of Douglas, wasn't it? It was. Well, it was <laughs> it like Geordie was just like, um, I'm two 0 up, absolute jog trotting. I'm home here. It's a gift. And handbrake went on, and LK almost yeah, got stormed. him. Almost got him. Uh, came down to the kiss bang love Russell Stewart William Pike. Question, I think both knew, but Geordie was quicker off the mark. Uh, so that'll sharpen himself up nicely for a semi-final Yeah, it, it, certainly will. it certainly will. So we're down so we're down to six now, effectively. Yep. We've got the two through. We've got four to come. So you've got um, the next matchup lined up? Yeah, we'll, we'll sort that out. Oh, I haven't got it lined up yet, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get it all sorted. But, um, yeah, look, I still think that um, Chris Palm's the one to beat, even though he's still yet to go through his first-round match. Yes. From what I've seen on the track – um, he's got to be the one to beat, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. I, f- I feel as though there's a there's someone in the wings who we haven't we haven't sort Tapped. of we haven't yeah untapped talent out there mm-hmm. who's reluctant to have a go, and they just need to be coerced. Well, there's still room. There's still room. There's still room. Yes. So uh, yeah, the door is always and, is always open. and I'll tell you what, Mark Gupta Nelson, he'll be some entertainment, and he'd be a worthy adversary as well for anyone uh, for any of the jockeys that want to take on Gupta in a couple okay. of weeks. So uh, looking forward to that. The mastermind, the tournament. Up and running week two, round two, things are going well. Mitchell Pateman, the winner in our first round, he's through to a semi, and now Jordan Turner is through to the other semi. Very good. And we're back with the Furphy, Jim Crack Stakes, race five. This is a group three contest for the two-year-old fillies, set weights and penalties over 1,100 metres. We spoke about Amelia's Jewel in the lead-up to her debut performance in the Supremacy two weeks ago. We spoke about her whoosh factor at trials, and she well and truly brought that to the races um, on the 5th of March where she just treated her rivals with contempt in the 1,000-metre Supremacy. Landed 1-1, though, from Gate 6. On Saturday, the gym crack, where does she get from Gate 12, Guru? And this we're talking about this really being a dollar ninety pop in a four to, uh, thirteen horse field now. Um, do they chance their arm, roll forward? Do they go back and and wait for the Karakata in case they win if you can, but don't don't um, you know uh, gas yourself gas yourself in the to do so, or uh, or will it just Patrick Carberry things have just been really working out for him at the moment? Does he just does he just land three wide line cover and roll into the race and go bang? 
Uh, yeah, I think so. She's got tactical speed. She didn't jump all that well the other day and mustered nicely. So I think he can he can play it by ear to some degree. If she doesn't jump well, he can go out the back. If I don't think she goes forward. That's one yeah. thing I don't think we'll see. That would be uh, that would surprise me a little bit. But uh, yeah, look when when I wrote about this race and, and price this race, I just said it's about what price for Carberry to to get a spot, and um, I think that price is um, it's about even money. Yeah, it's about even money. So I've I've marked her just sort of a flat even money. I don't I don't really want to bet against her because nothing nothing excites me a huge amount around her. The couple of that I thought um, could run a race, uh, the market thinks can run a race as well. So um, yeah, she what I saw was was enough to jump on on board and be part of the train. But um, yeah, I'll, if I get some two forty bet fare, I'll probably get involved. Otherwise, a yeah. nice race to watch. Yeah, uh, I think she'll win regardless. I can only see massive. Traffic issues being the being the only thing that uh, denies Amelia's dual victory in the Jim Crack States. When Paddy Carr rebalanced her up and asked her for an effort, she just left. She left um, just left them in her way. Like costume party came from behind her, leveled up, looked like she was going to make a contest of it, and just blew her off the map. Sub eleven second last two hundred meters for Amelia's dual. If Paddy Carr can keep her um, out of trouble, peel. Get her balanced up. I think she'll just give him Wimburn again. Like, um, she's graceful, quality. Fiorici uh, Mama is tough. Divine Belief has a bit of X Factor from trials. Penny on the Queen is coming out of a pretty low, low rating type of race, but it was a decent enough win. I just, costume party was no match for Amelia's duel the other day. I don't really know what to do with Iaza or Aza or whatever, whatever um, the Darren McCullough front, um, front of his name is. I've sort of found that horse to be a bit hard to price and hard to mark. But for me, uh, I was $1.85 Amelia's duel. Um, just think down the outside, bang, all over. Yep. So. I think if it's going to get beaten, um, the unknown's divine belief. We've yeah. heard big sprigs about it for a while. It wasn't as sold on divine belief at its trials. It was under the sort of underwriting while those horses in second and third were held back. Good form reference trial rise. But, it was a uh, fast heat too. Yeah, but the, the big thing divine belief might have in her favour is uh, if she is good and yeah. she's better than we think and she can lead. Yeah. Uh, with the easterly in play, um, she could – Win the race and steal it. Very good horses can lose races because of speed maps. Um, so that's that's the only reason that I need my two dollars forty to have a bet with a million sure. jewel. But um, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I think she's very good. And um, yeah, yeah just, you got, have you got divine belief holding up in Fiery? Don't know, I, I don't. I think Fiery Chimami can just about cross them all. Yeah. Uh, but Clint, I'd love to see him super aggressive and really want that rail. Um, and yeah, I mean if. If you're at Chimami gets out eighteen dollars each way, and we're seeing an on-pace pat for the day, I got no issue going that way. Mm. If, if Amelia's Jewel jumps a dollar ninety, so um, yeah, interesting stuff. Like I, I, I either want Amelia's Jewel to get the wobbles because of a divine belief or money for something, or yeah. Amelia's Jewel to get whacked yeah. and come in something too short, so I can look at an each way play um, elsewhere. But so, um, Fear Chimama, anyone else fit into that category? No, well, I've got divine belief second favorite, but that's just because of the fact that. Amelia's jewel showed it's better than Fiorucci Mama, right? Yep. But Divine Belief, we just don't know. Yeah. That's the only reason. But I don't really want to back Divine Belief. That makes sense. It was more just the unknown factor that I had to have that in there as a second favourite. I've got it very close to Fiorucci Mama in the market. What about She's Graceful? Yeah, just from, I just think from eight eight and 12, they've got barriers eight and 12. They're going to be sprinting next to each other or so. That was that was my mindset. Steve Parnham will have to hold Patty out wide or he'll have to stalk her and she'll have to lead up three wide lines. So, yeah. Mm. Tricky. And Terry, just a quick shout out. Mm -hmm. Our uh, 
Did you, get that? Did, you, did you get that? Did you get that? No, fuck me. That this series is giving me the absolute shit. Have fly. you got? Have you got flash? You haven't got flash, bro. I don't know. Just quickly, Terry. Shout out to the One Wonders, our own the dream team competition. Because mm. um, we used our fifteen hundred dollar participation award, our coaches award. <laughs> Our coaches yeah, cheeseburger award. We used our fifteen hundred dollar voucher to get into a horse. I think it was lot two five one, playing guide out of Alchemic Philly, and I think we need to need to be cheering on Divine Belief in the uh, Jim Crack Stakes because Divine Belief is the older full sister to our Philly that we've just chimed in on. So yeah, um, yeah so. Every all, all you one wonders get behind uh, Divine Belief on uh, on Saturday because uh, we could uh, have a full sister to a Group Three winner after uh, after the weekend. So, um, Jeez, but no, we <laughs> no, but we've um, for those playing along at home, Terry and I co-captained the uh, our one one podcast nah, team. You're, you're the, the skipper. No, no, you're the it, skipper. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like uh, the who's a very absent skipper who barely played a game. I don't know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the uh, in the dream competition, we had a fantastic time. We've got we've got our voucher. We've used it to uh, secure a very small share in this alchemic uh, playing. Got alchemic filly. We also jumped into a couple of other Steve Wolf um, yearlings. One's by Oratorio, and the other was by a lot. So we got three yearlings with uh, SJ Wolf Racing. So we've um, utilised our fifteen hundred dollar own the dream voucher there, and um, yeah, can't wait to see how these uh, three babies come along and. Um, for someone who didn't want to be in any more horses, Terry, you've got another three. There you go. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> At least they're all going to be winners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eddie told me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that, uh, so yeah, no doubt we'll be bringing all our listeners along for the ride on the progress of our One Wonders um, on the Dream yearling. So, uh, very much looking forward to that. And let's, uh, let's move on to race six. The Colts and Geldings version of the Jim Crack. This is the Perth Stakes, 1100 meter final lead up to the Caracatta Plate, race six of the day. Um, this is a very even, even field, Terry. You could go one of a number of ways, considering we've got the dominant favorite in the Jim Crack Stakes. Mm. In the Colts and Geldings edition, we have uh, Give Me One Reason, first starter, heads the market around the 380, 390 um, point price point at the moment but there's several horses who will be putting their hands up and they'll uh, no doubt be attracting plenty of attention the luke fernie duo man crush and left the building not to mention snowdome resuming with blinkers on a couple of others that have some a uh, lot of talent as well santorio street parade and i think we should mention trevor andrews has got two runners all the king's men who has ability and trespassing who's coming off two trial wins so there is a bit of depth in this 13 horse um perth stakes interested to know what how you line them up yeah this is a great race mm, um it's really good <clears throat> to see uh, before the Jim Crack didn't actually end up accepting was all show or speed home Snowdome. Yeah. As good a trial as you were saying, like maybe uh, alongside Amelia's job. I think I sent you a WhatsApp message about that. So. Um, oh, yeah. That's when I forgot to read it. Yeah. <laughs> left me on red. <laughs> left me on delivered rather. Um, $51 for the uh, character after that trial. Uh, um, I don't, it, don't, don't, don't think now. it's going to get into the, the character field, but geez, it was a, uh, it was a, it was good. It's actually the trial before went around second was really good as well. Mm, yeah. I'm pretty sure Rathmine Lady ran fourth in that trial. 
Yeah. Uh, came out and won on DB. So, yeah, all, all show. Keep an eye out for all show. And Trevor Andrews had several trial winners on that day. And then he had a winner on- uh, I thought it was race day. Sneaky Chance uh, the other day as well. So, mm-hmm. things might be starting to turn the corner for uh, Trevor Andrews. Another one the Green Tab Sniper got into. Well done, Green Tab Sniper. Um, yeah, look, this is a very open race. I, I don't- I think if- Say trespassing, you give me one more reason, had different trainers. Do you reckon trespassing would be $3.80? Yes, the answer is hundred percent. Yes, how, how's how, give me one more reason being through the favourite for this? I think um, just no reaction. To what we saw from Millie's Jewel last week, to be honest with you, I understand. I'm respecting the yard, and I priced it accordingly, yep. showing respect to the yard. But the trial was was okay. You yeah, know, it was good. It was, it was good. good, but it yeah. wasn't it wasn't being favoured in a race with some real proven horses on debut. So let's take on give me one reason. It could be better than me, and it beats me. So be it. Better than it beats it. So be it. That's fine, but um, yeah, we, we've got to take that on at that price. That's that's wild. I think they're just they're pricing that on Amelia's jewel to some degree, and, and the combination there. What mm. do you think? Uh, well, it was I, under the, it was under the stick, I, and horses were taking ground off it. Yeah, like, that's, I think that's, it, it I, I won't think run it's top in, half. I think it's in, really no, it won't well, run top half. I think it's entitled to be um, in the market. I I'm lucky. I'm I'm It'll probably run top half. operating around. Give me a re- give me one reason. Uh, I think. Because it just got so smashed in betting on debut and then it was scratched. That flies made me angry, so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the chopsticks out. Me out. I'm actually $7. I'm not as long as I thought I was, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I'm happy to operate around and give me one reason. I think it's going to get crossed as well. Definitely. So, definitely should get crossed. Heaps yeah. of speed in there. Well, that torpedo man's got some got some speed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's, it's probably the quickest of the yeah. lot. Torpedo man, you'd think they'd probably look at similar tactics to Man Crush, considering Luke's other runner will probably look for a sit in left the building. So, Man Crush, Street Parade, may not have Chris to lead. Snow Doom speed. for six from six. Um, swim through 11 one on debut. I think they might go back from 11. Um, trespassing showed some gap. I, I thought yeah. trespassing will be found out early here, though. I, I think that was mustering in a trial in race day conditions. It'll have to improve those manners to be in the first two i think so i think trespassing will have to learn to sit here um but there's, there's plenty of sp- i think there's enough speed to say well i think if you're good enough you can probably come from midfield here um which if, is sort of the way i'm enough. taking it all right so who's coming who's good enough to come from midfield and run down these leaders oh uh, left the building is the one for me yeah. um i didn't mind the effort on day boo uh, it was a big drifter that day interestingly but the the trial win before that was super but the most recent trial win i went through and looked at all the trials on the 8th of march and it looked to be a really good day to be on the cutaway or sort of in that lane. So uh, Chrissy Pan was on it, sat four deep, four wide, four wide no yeah. no cover the the journey and, and just still kept coming and, and ran a really, really nice, uh, really, really nice trial from barrier eight. I think six of the seven below um, him are all uh, very uh, quick. So I think he can get across um, probably one off the fence. We'll be in a little bit of traffic. I presume there'll be a three wide line, but maybe at about seventh or eighth with them all sort of chopping each other out in front. I think he can be the um, coiled up with CJP. Just, yeah, just, uh, it's a bit speculative. I'm not definitely not overly excited, but no, um, I don't think it is. I've, I was I was leaning in a similar fashion as well. Yeah, not. I was going to. I was sort of thinking about. Double betting, double playing, left All the, the kids building, then. and uh, snow, snow. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been money for snow dome actually. Yeah. I again, I was a little bit worried how that horse took ground off it in that trial. That was that looked a bit under trial conditions. That looked a bit too, a bit too easy. So um, I would have liked to see 
But in saying that, yeah, I'm trying not to take as much from trials in that sense. But uh, yeah, Snow Dome, it's just a, it's just a little bit of a map worry as well. You got to give me one more reason. Um, Torpedo Man, trespassing, street parade, all drawn underneath. So they'll all show a little bit. But um, I think with Snow Dome's race experience, it's probably got the speed to a uh, little breeze, you'd think. But just think there'll be enough of a, a blow up in front. There'll be enough speed on. Um, interesting how many of there's still Colts as well. Mm. Sunny Honey, Snow Dome. Uh, who else? Street? No, no, no. Left, the left building. The uh, even all the way um, down the bottom, trespassing still a cult. So it's Torpedo Man. So mm. um, a few of these got a bit of bit of value if they can snare the stakes and the Karakata. Torpedo double. Man is out of Chansky, who won a uh, Jim Crack Stakes as a two-year-old as well for yeah, okay. Dion Luciani. So yeah, good. Um, shout out to friend of the podcast, friend of ours, Paul Huckle. Doesn't really, doesn't really have a huge amount of luck with his horses. However, I reckon he's found one here. He's lobbed in. He's lobbed a share in all the king's men. Has he? Yeah. If you have a look at all the king's, oh, men, I, I did know. That. If you have a look at all of the king's men's run in the Magic Moons, it was five wide, no cover, the entire, mm. and still kept coming on the line. Uh, I, I just love the way that it covered the ground in that Lark Hill eighth of March trial. I don't necessarily think that. It can win on Saturday. I expect it to run well, but uh, don't be surprised if all the king oh, fans, can, all the kings, can definitely win. You reckon? Yeah. I got a second favourite. Yeah, especially yeah. with the huckle polish. I didn't know about that. That's a, that's a, that's have a we short. Just, one. Have we just wound it in. Yeah, you went, actually double its price now. <laughs> <laughs> How long's he been in that? Uh, from the get go. Oh, yeah. has he? Yeah. Oh, I think I did. I know that. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But oh. um, how, how about his career? Like you can actually look at its debut run. There was nothing between it, man crush, left the building. So it's all the same. Rev it up. And then, yeah. and then it's been held up the entirety behind Santoria. It was bolting that day. Yeah. I reckon it would have won the race. And then it's, um, yeah, as you said, it was huge in the thingy. And then it's come out and trialed alongside um, Torpedo and, and left the left building. The building. Yeah. And probably on par-ish. It's hard to tell because one of them did all the work. He got the soft run on the nice yeah. part of the track. So, yeah. And it's if, look, again, the reason I've marked these two favourites, I'm $4.30 left the building and I am $6.50 all the King's men. The reason I've got those two favourites is I was looking for a horse midfield cover who I yeah. think can finish over the, um, the speed because I think there's a bit too much of that. So, and they were the two I came up with, but left the building clear push but yep. tell you what i might if each way disappears for left the building i might uh, i might look at a um a play of both um left the building and all kingsmen okay i was 550 snow dome 550 left the building so mm -hmm. they'll uh they'll they'll do me but this is a this is a belter of a perth stakes looking forward to seeing what happens and um how how these two lead-ups, how they impact the uh, the futures of the Caracalla when they cross the line in their respective divisions. Fascinating little market here mm. as well because um, I expect, give me one reason, we'll do something in the market. It will stay very firm and there'll be a spruik and we'll get wild prices elsewhere or, or give me one reason could be a um, could be out the gate mm. potentially. It's, it's really hard to know. The fact it was thirty in that midweek race uh, a week and a half ago when it was scratched on the way um, at a float incident. That doesn't mean anything because that was just a horrible midweek race. Yep. It had to be $1.30 that day, you know. So yeah. um, I personally know you, ha you have to be a very good horse to win on debut against these. This is a very good bunch of um, Colts and Geldings yep. we've got here. So, And as you said, getting crossed is probably the biggest thing in the lot because mm -hmm. then you've got to settle yourself on a back, get off, sprint, and then uh, and then hold out the other things that are coming home. So. And you imagine it's going to be high pressure as yep. well. So, exactly right. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a, there's probably half the field of genuine winning chances. It's a really good yeah, cool 100%. Yeah. Trespassing is one I think that will be popular as well. Those yeah. trials are pretty – when he hit it, uh, when he, and he got stuck in with the stick, Paul Harvey, in the trials, he really responded. Yeah. I, I like that from a horse. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, man crashes 
done nothing wrong. St. Tory will be three wide line. It'll jump over 20 to one. Street the, parades. The best of street parade puts it. Like yeah, their best. Yeah. Again, I've, I've, I've always saw street parades, not just that street parade, Snowdome, early two year old form. I've just got a little query whether that's. But she, she ran through the Magic time. Moons, though. So she uh, he, did. He, he did, rather. He so. did. Um, I shouldn't be able to get the he's and yeah. she's wrong. That was me. Yeah. Uh, uh, street Parade. <laughs> it's probably the first time in 119 episodes, though. <laughs> street Parade, um, the best of Street Parade. So, Snowdome. It's great. You know, uh, Left the Building, All the Kings Men, Give Me One Reason, Trespassing, it's Man the seven, the seven is not impossible yeah. either. Like, yeah. I really liked what I saw from Swim Through. Yeah. Uh, if there's a three-wide line, they can stalk them. I thought it's... Um, I thought its trial was just as good, if not better, than Santorio's. And I thought that it was incredibly impressive um, leading and kicking like it did debut. It's not always that easy to do that. Um, mm. Galaxy Fair was behind it that day as well. So it, it's one that will go – I know $19 not even a consider. It's one that might get out to 70 bucks with all the money for all the other horses. And I, I think Swim Through is your, your wildie, but um, there's a lot of wildies, so I'll stop talking about every horse. Left the building for me, BJ. Left the building. All right. Uh, Snowdome for me. Okay. Race number seven, the Glenroy Schaff handicap over the 1,400 metres. Happy to go straight to race eight if you want, BJ. Are you a, you're a pass? Ah, just no interest. Looks to be three chances. They're all the right price in the market. How will the track play? We don't know. Don't want to back time scale at four bucks. Can't trust Trade War anymore. It's had it's been luckless, but I'm out of trust. And then Dazzling Dane looks like a really nice horse mm. on the rise, but they're both going to get back off time scale. And geez, it's hard to come anything else. The only other one I could come out would be bloody oh, our mate. Denim pack. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only other one. It's mm. well I actually got it so I got the numbers. What are the you know, I always every time it runs, I give you these. 49 starts, two wins, um, and 13 further placings without Lactar. With Lactar, seven starts, two wins, three placings. Just loves Lactar. Loves Lactar. Loves Lactar. Lactar, Denim Pack, Surely Magic no. Mike, the Holy Trinity. Here we go. Um, saying that on 12 bucks, what price is it? That's too short. Probably. Was he 15? Geez, jumps longer, doesn't it? No jump anything. Yeah, about 15. Um, yeah, hold five bet. Fair might have a silly little bet on it, but um, yeah, one of those three, BJ. You tell us who wins. I'll, I'll be following my money with Denim Pack as well. Hopefully, twenty dollars plus betfair. Betfair.com.au. Late. Uh, I think this is the day for trade war. So, um, it's had its chances. It's had, <laughs> she was. We were speaking about missed opportunities and missed windows. I always want to not bet in this race and just cheer for trade war. Just yeah. hope it just wins a race. It yeah. deserves to crack one. It deserves to crack one. I, I think. Heart. I think if I think if we can get, we can get four dollars trade war. Mm. Negative. Not a clue. Absolutely not a clue. It's smart. There'll be, I can't see Albuck Tourie's 12 bucks. It only drifts. Yep. Blow me out from the wide gate. That only drifts. Yeah. Denim Pack surely only drifts. Recharge is probably at its peak price at 34. Yeah. It's going really well down in Albany, but I don't think it's its race. Unless Stevie Parnock can kick it out and land in the first few on a leader vice day. Yeah. Blazing Kazar is already long. Groundbreaker will stay about that price because Clint Johnston Porter's on. So, mm -hmm. yeah, look, the market's 125 at the moment. So everything maybe lengthens 25%. I think it's probably a fair assessment. Yeah, I, I, I just know. I feel like this is the this is the most sort of Easterly. most That's suitable. The big thing I'm going to say to you though is just, the good thing in the fact that it's three forty at the moment is if you are looking to back trade or you can um, you don't need to take three dollars forty. So no. you no. can hold fire and go, geez, geez, this is a hot inside pad. Let's stay out. Or yep. wow, well, they're making ground. This looks a nice day to make ground and take you. I can't believe he hasn't won one of these races. He's just been enormous on each occasion. Yeah. Um, is it going to be another one of those flashing late second, third, fourth type runs or is it, or is it going to be oh, – I've got a feeling that Sunday's a day for trade war. So I was hoping for more like 380, 
390 something like that yeah i reckon um, you might say it yeah but um but yeah yeah you're right do we really, i don't really want to be going that short time scale i think dazzling dane's a nice horse i don't think it can out sprint trade war though um so you're just gonna just gonna hold fire listen to the guru wait for uh to see how things play out in the day but i'm really itching to uh to uh pull the get, trigger get stuck into trade war okay yeah, yeah. i just feel like this is the not the strongest race he's he's competed against so. yeah okay yeah all right we move on to the this is a disappointing little feature oh it's, it's actually not that disappointing i'll go in with a bit more of a, an upbeat mind uh an upbeat tone it's the secret grandstand cup over the 1500 meters been re-handicapped to an 80 two plus four kilos below what it should be yeah yeah four uh, four kilo basically you would say it's four kilos inferior to a standard listed race which is interesting so yeah so you mean the the peak ratings races we get that aren't listed races are usually 78 pluses so we're only two kilos above that yeah so anyway it's seen horses like carly's Carmen. 66 rated, so it's eight kilos out of its depth. It's what price is Carly's Karma like seven, yeah, eight, 10, market, yeah. 10, 12 dollars? Oh, it's 17 now, it's, it's wobbled a little bit, but okay. um, gee, we've what got a bit, Brad of, bit, of, bit of money for uh, Bruce. Or oh, I'm just, I just think it's wild, Bruce. Bit of money for Bruce Almighty, it looks to be the Brad Bet tends to firm a little bit. Yeah, look, the one that's firmed a little bit this morning, but um, I am just gonna, I've marked some of the got three dollars 10 BJ, and that's the way I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Make the prediction that Son of a God leads this throughout. Okay. Um, I think that after Bruce's failure and little freshen up, I think what you can watch if you watch Chris ride Bruce anyway. I think he's pretty happy to not push him, not put him out of his comfort zone. So I think if Brad Parnham shows some intent on Son of a God, he'll be able to cross and find the rail. And I think that the couple of times he's done that, he's been a different horse. Son of a God pushed Hot Z, and before that, he uh, it was a while ago, but he won over twelve hundred against some nice horses. So I don't think Son of a God is necessarily flying, but his run in the Pinjarra Classic was better than the nine lengths clairvoyance it looks, and his run in the Bunbury Stakes was really nice, just under a length behind Caricapo. Um, I wanted four dollars plus to get excited. Three sixty. Look, I think we might get the four dollars plus late. Um, he's ready to win. So not too much, but um, yeah, he's, he's ready to win. And the, yep. the biggest danger is coming around mapped, mapped poorly. Wasn't a great run last start. Probably better off being ridden a bit quieter, but it's going to be- goes up three and a half kilos as well. Yeah. Well, they all do actually. Um, there's only half a kilo in it. Yep. Yeah, there's three and a half, three and a half, and three to Son of a three God. Three to Son of a God, yeah. um, Son of a Bacchus runs a race, but it, it gets in traffic. Um, and it, it will probably run your quickest last two. It's just about finding a spot. Dom to shoot, I'm happy taking on. It got a 10 out of 10 from Lackdale last start. Now it's drawn barrier nine. So that's um, that's not going to get me. Playing Marika's drawn barrier 10. I love the Monday trial. It's a seven-day backup horse, but that's not the right barrier for playing Marika, so we'll take it on. Bruce Almighty can win. It's my second favourite. Um, yeah, they're, they're this... Bit, bit of concern for giving the last run completely, but um, makes a lot of sense, either either leading or or just parking behind Son of a God. And then I can't have the bottom three at all, BJ. So it's, um yeah, it's a clear lean Son of a God for me. Yeah, clear lean Son of a God for me as well. I actually think uh, Dom, I'd actually mark Don Bashut second favourite. I think he's really building back towards his best. We know what what the type of quality that Don Bashut has when he's, when he's in that, um, in his peak form. Uh, I like that win. He was able to to uh, extract last star. I even didn't mind his run beforehand in the um, the old guard Loki race at Pinjara. Just where, where does he get to? Yeah, that was the. Oh, he goes up. Off. He only goes down one and a half kilos in a way harder race where he's drawn the widest. I can't just can't see it in it with an easterly in play. I just can't see where he possibly gets to in the run. It's like they push on. Does he just drop him out? 
yeah. what's his plan? I don't know. I, don't I, th- know. I thought I sort of thought I didn't expect him to go too hard. So which sometimes leaves the horse like playing Marika three wide line no cover. Yep. So big chance. My my thinking was maybe three three wide line that Dobber shoot could be second in the three wide line sort of working into the race. But um, I actually. Um, think that this is the race for Son of a God and the the biggest danger for mine is Dom to shoot just on, on talent if he gets the right run. Yep, yep, 100%. Interesting runner right down the bottom. I don't think it's up to these is Roman Fleur. Mm. Um, 82 Raider in an 82 plus. It's the big beneficiary of the re-handicapping. They, they probably wouldn't have gone this way, I don't think, if it wasn't re-handicapped. You've got Clint Johnson and Porter on from a good gate. You've had the two trials. Um, yeah, it, it's one if, if it's got some improvement in it or it's got a probably level. Ho- probably hold up a bit too. Yeah, it? exactly right. So it's one that's probably got uh, a bit of unknown about it. I don't think it's up to these though. So it's just a, it's just a bit of a watch. It's just usually when I'm looking for a runner, it's saying that tick a lot of boxes. You've got yeah. a good gate. You've been warmed up with the trials. You've got the probably the number one hoop on at the minute. So you're, you're ticking a lot of boxes. It's just, um, yeah, if it wins this, it's a, probably a little bit weaker grandstand cup than I anticipated. But uh, son of a god for, for both of us. Yeah, I mean – yeah, son of a god for me. What did, what did you what did you mention about son of Bacchus when you touched on him before? Uh, just I just think it would just be in traffic. Yeah, yeah, it's going definitely going well enough to win the race. But I think it and son of a god, there's not much between them. And I've mm. got one out in front with the as I said the conditions of the day, and I got the other one back in back in a little bit of uh, traffic for Peter Naki before he jets off to Mauritius. Where's he going? Mauritius was that yeah. it? Yeah, Mauritius. Yeah. yeah. So. Interesting that he said that he wanted to stick around for the Karakata. Yeah. Now I've been trying to work out who he's going to be riding. So I imagine that's, he's probably just hoping for a pickup. That is, he's probably he's going to be riding that street parade. Parade. Yeah. There you go. But there was a horse that he rode in a trial the other day for. Oh, for yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Ran twenty two eighty for the four hundred. Have you have you seen that yeah. before? Have you seen a twenty two? Oh no, I haven't. Seen, I don't think. I honestly seen don't think I've seen a twenty two in a four hundred meter Belmont trial. So yeah, that was this, unreal. This horse is called Baby Paris. That's it. Let's give it away. Let's let everyone know. Okay. No. No. <laughs> I just was just. I They're thought that this might be the, might be like a late dash, while like race the Saturday before the Karakata, then into it sort of thing. Yep. So anyway, keep an eye out for a horse called Baby Paris, super fast in two four hundred meter trial wins for Colin Webster and Peter Nucky's ridden it on eight, all three occasions, playing God two year old filly. So uh, put it in your black book, Baby Paris. Definitely, yeah, definitely one to old, follow. Uh, Top notch trialer, throwback. Exactly right. Mm. All right, now we head off, and I'm a little bit. A little bit angry about doing this race because the uh, the green oh, the the last race I'll hand I'll do my rant in a moment. First of all, introduces a get out stakes BJ S T E A K S. <laughs> Who's it proudly brought to us by? <laughs> <laughs> I got through that one. Well. Uh, Terry's tantrum is we're, we're due. We're due for yeah, uh, getting three and one in. We're due for a Terry's tantrum. So Cummins, Lockie Hunter, and <laughs> Green Toe Sniper. Not in that order. Opposite order. <laughs> Oh, gee whiz, it's been fun. Uh, what time is it? Get Out Stakes time. Get Out Stakes is proudly brought to you by Market City Beats, largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show, swing pass, say good day. Timmy Hewitt, one of the uh, one of the gentlemen of the game. He uh, runs an elite team out there at Market City Meats. Uh, they'll roll out the red carpet when, they let, when you let them know that you listen to the 1-1, one, one, your West Australian Racing Podcast. Congra- okay, Sam Whiterall, congratulations to James Boyle. Off the? He's, uh, he's saluted in the get-out stakes, but only after the Sam Whiterall was required. So James Boyle 
and Matt Reen were either side of the official margin, mm. the exact the exact same distance between the official margin. However, James got his um, selection in first. And you know what happens when you're first in, don't you, Terry? Yeah, first to get dressed. Exactly. So there was a bit of conjecture about the result on Twitter on uh, uh, on Saturday night. Um, if you disgruntled um, members of the Matt Reen fan club, I think. However, I think he was reined. <laughs> so, uh, just for everyone's underst- uh, knowledge, the Sam White rule um, for the for the get out stakes, but the Sam White rule is pretty simple stuff. If you get in first and you're the same margin as someone else, then you are declared the winner. There are no points for second place. So, um, James Boyle, he was quick off the mark. He got in first. He deserved the victory. He got the chockies. So, um, just a bit of big background: why it is called the Sam White rule. We had a dead heat. One day between Nathan Bennett, not your Nathan Bennett, another Nathan Bennett, mm. and Sam White, the sniper. Yeah, and um, what happened was we the we flipped the coin and Nathan Bennett got the stakes. He won the gourmet beef package from Market City Meats. Uh, Sam White protested the result, saying that he got his selection in first, which was true. Um, we didn't reverse the result, but we did We did bring in the Sam White rule as a result because what Sam said made sense and we have since adopted that rule for future Get Out Stakes, which has been in action for about 100 episodes. So um, everyone just get up to speed on the Get Out Stakes. It's, and, not, it's um, actually not that hard, really. It's, <laughs> it's pretty simple stuff. <laughs> and also, the, what, the reason why we uh, promote two decimal places is because we use the official two decimal place results on the Racing Australia website. So I hope that clears up I have a bit of clarity there, Terry, which I didn't think was required, but apparently we need to uh, baby. Theory, so mate. <laughs> Should we speak slower? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, to enter this week's uh, Get Out Stakes race nine at Ascot, um, let us know who you think will win at the 1-1 pod on Twitter and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places Required. Uh, never forget the sound white rule, Terry. First in, best uh, best dress, BJ. All right, now let's go. Explain that to me again, though. Let's go. Terry's tantrum on two. No, not tantrum. It's just I just thought we had a good little um, Dutch here. I, I'm probably a lot of people probably found the same thing in the markets have just walloped them early, and um, yeah, it's hard to get too excited about either of the prices now. Um, by the last race of the day, even if we are playing on pace, I think there's enough speed in this and dodgy speed in this for. Something midfield cover to finish over the top of them. And those two standouts are Pale Rider and Sluice Box. But look, 330 and 370, it's definitely unders for Sluice. I've got Pale Rider significantly shorter mm. uh, out of the two, I should say. But yeah, um, that neither of those prices interest me a great deal. So I'll probably wait for Betfair and see which one of the two, or ideally two. I'm really keen to, to save on one. I really do think the winner comes from that pair and it's going to be luck in running as, as you do need from back markers with Sticky Gates. But um, I just think those two have got something on. Um, yeah, I went to bed last night the rest think, of thinking I was under, under something as well. Uh, Sluice Box, Power Rider, Dutch, I was thinking. I think we're all in the same boat. All in the same boat. Yeah. And then woke up, woke up this morning and saw the uh, – Saw the post 8 a.m. fluctuations on Brad Bet. Brad went up six and a half. Yeah. So. Yeah. Come on, Brad. Yeah. So that were the two for me. Um, I want to throw one at you. Kind of wild. Yeah. There's, yeah. Kind of uh, mad. Yep. Number 12. Great yeah, fortune. That's, yeah. That's my third favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Ridden on speed, it's a different horse. My, my worry is that it just won't be able to. Hold the yep. breeze or whatnot, but it looks a different horse ridden on speed. Pale Rider and Great Fortune. The, the use of the 
three three year allowance here is so it's, good. Yeah, significant. It's yeah. three three kilos is um is massive. So yeah, yeah look, it's almost look. I'm I'm my third oh, favorite. Fifteen bucks. Fortune was pretty good in that. In the yeah, it was the loomed really nice. Yeah. It probably didn't have a sprint. That's but why just, it needs to be speed. Just, just got chopped that's, out. That's all. I don't think it has a turn of foot. I think it's just a, a horse. All of its best performances have been on speed. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, look, if Native Chimes comes out or something and they kick it out and try and lead, I mm. think it can, can run you a race. But um, it's even an f- interesting one going towards the Derby, the way it stuck on a beat Soviet spy last campaign for a complete wildy. But um, So have you got yeah. Native Chimes leading a horse like Frequent Fire perhaps? No, not f- I got Frequent Fire out the back. I I'm just yeah. about, oh, not out the back, but it's, I think, in a, in a, just tru- in a truly run 1800. I think it'll be trade them in from the widest gate. We'll come across and breeze. Yep. Kerman Rock with the kid going on. Surely it's just time change things up and yeah. be a bit more aggressive with Kerman Rock. So I think there could be some speed there. Our idol is not impossible to go forward from from 10. Um, and as I say, great fortune. So there's going to be enough speed. And I don't think any of the speed grabs me or whatnot. I mean, Trader Min's got to jump from the widest gate of 1800, which is the worst sort of place to start from a wide gate at Ascot. So it just to me said bunched field, even if it is on pace, it'll be more bunched because they'll all want to be forward and it'll just be who gets the best ride, loose box, pale rider. But yeah. Gun to head, I'm going to go with Pale Rider. I'm three versus five as my market, but yeah, I've got no interest in these prices. I'll be hoping that uh, money comes somewhere unexpected on Betfair and I can get the price for the two of them. Gun to head, Sluice Box for me. Sluice? Yeah. yeah. Sluice Box. Uh, never got out with Chris Parnham when I know you were very keen at Ascot <laughs> two starts ago and I thought Sluice Box was absolutely sensational in the in defeat in the Esperance Cup. Three wide, no cover the entire, working forward and to box on and run third. Like this horse is just screaming out to win a race. And with a reasonable steer from Brad Wheeler, I think the Sluice Box can uh, get the Chocolates in the in the get-out stakes with, uh, yeah, when, I'm, I'm thinking that the uh, the great current great fortune price anyway is a bit of value for me. So mm-hmm. um, the thing we trade him in is nice horse. Do you, I was having a discussion with a friend. Do you think trade him in is a mile 800 meter horse or a 2,000, meter horse? Uh, I think we'll learn more this campaign. It's They went forward last night. I like that. That was good, yeah. good tactics, good aggressive tactics from the yard. So I actually quite liked that last night. But they, start, didn't go, um, they didn't go hard. Like, was it wasn't a journey. No, they didn't go hard. But Trade to me has always seemed like a horse that would get a journey. But sometimes those horses that seem like they get the journey, they, they don't necessarily. So mm. I think they can get a feel for the day at this point in time. But yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a sticky gate from that out there. I mean, you don't want to go back to last, do you? You're not going to probably outsprint those two. But well, a unless, day unless, where- unless you follow Sluice Box. Maybe if Sluice Box gets oh, three one, like yeah. you follow. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. maybe. Maybe you're Maybe. asking. You're asking a bit for the, yeah. So, but I look. I so drawn yeah. alongside each other, aren't they? Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't talk anyone out of uh, anyone out of backing trade. I mean, really, especially with the potential pattern we're going to see. But yeah, I'm pretty keen to play those two. But uh, whether I do or not, well, Betfair will let me know. Betfair.com. Yeah, yeah. that's pro- that's sometimes the only good thing you don't have to worry about. But I tried to get me a little message out to try and get me bowler to back him. And by the time I did that, they're already gone. Didn't even get to send the text. Didn't even get me. He's a very disgruntled. Um, oh, they're just going off wildly. Disgruntled just, guru just, this morning. Yeah, I don't know. They're just going off wildly. Probably, I, I've got a. You that could be, that could be a good name for a horse, actually. Disgruntled, disgruntled guru. Yeah. <laughs> could have a few siblings, Terry. Um, yeah, I think the key thing is, though, when you do miss one, and I probably stuffed this up with Buster Bash a little bit because I didn't, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, again, I had a 2.15. I didn't have anything on when it was two, I think it was 2.50 about fair late or something. So I still could have probably uh, had something on. Sometimes you just got to forget those opening prices. They never existed, mm-hmm. which most of the time they don't exist, to be, to be fair. So, um, yeah. Power rider. 
Sluice box. Sluice box. Okay. Right. Definitely don't quinella them though. For those people thinking like, oh, I'll just play the quinella if they're too short. They're two horses. One of them's going to get bad luck yeah. probably. So it's, yeah. no, it's not a race where I'd take the two favorites and quinella, if that makes yeah. sense. It's not like they're the mapped like My Baby Blue Jean Metallum, which probably is a really nice quinella deck. Is Power Rider a three-year-old? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have a crack to try and get in the double. 100%. Yeah. I think it's been forgotten about a little bit yeah. as well. It's run in the Faritha. It was huge. Had no luck in the guineas. It beat Champagne Dane by four and a half lengths. So and he, it's been one thing about Power Rider is it's learned to jump better as well. It doesn't he, have to be That was a horse that flashed late over 2000 at Belmont just failed to catch frequent friars. Yeah, that was Power Rider with the 60 and a half. First time right. on the staying journey at Mitchell, Mitchell Payton. Mitchell Payton, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm, interesting because we had yep. we had law uh, it's a but had, there's a lot of law trade law trade yeah law there's train? a lot of things there's another one as well law trade um, won the uh one really well at the end of midweek yesterday yeah i, I just think that the derby is gonna give us some really interesting um just all these midweekers that are coming through alaskan yeah. god's the main one obviously and, yeah. and that's that's got to be the one to beat at the moment but it's just it's going to be a fascinating uh for the oaks lacks the derby um picks up very good. All right, let's take a break and we'll be back with our best, our lays and our maddies for Jim Crack Stakes Day. All right, let's roll on into our Betfair best being propositions for Jim Crack Stakes Day. Uh, you go first. Uh, this horse has got me in the past. I'm thinking the window is open, still just slightly ajar. My best, Ginger Baker. Ginger Baker? Yeah, in race three of the day. My price had a three in front of it, three eighty, I think it was. Ginger Baker currently four sixty available. Uh, I understand the case that you mounted strongly for Big Butter Boom. However, I think Ginger Baker is the way to go and is significantly under my price. Over, over your price, price. <laughs> rather. Uh, I've had a bit of a run of out to me best, BJ. We've found some nice prize winners, but uh, me best has been eluding me. So I really should just go Amelia's Jewel in race five, I think, but I don't want to do that to the Simon Miller camp. So we'll, um, the value for me is big butter boom. If I've got it in the threes and it's still in the sevens or so. So we'll go with Ascot race three, number three, big butter boom. <laughs> I'll take you on. Take us up. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why right. not? I really, I really, well, I thought my best play would be the Dutch in the last. I, I do like a lot of races. There's no just real... Like our real best, best, best. There's no, there's no oot guards. There's no low keys. Mm. Um, who's your lay? We'll go straight to the lays. Uh, we spoke about this horse quite a lot in our spiel, so it's probably hard to hard to say what I said about give me one reason and not make it my lay of the day. I think that's a really good Perth Stakes, and this, this horse will need to be really good to, to win on debut. Uh, respect the camp, respect the hoop, all that sort of stuff. I just, I just thought that give me one reason was unders, and it could be my lay. Okay. Um, not an exciting one from me, but biggest price differential by a mile is State of Power in the first. It's sub $5. And I'm, as I said, I'm pretty sure I'm around 20 bucks or close to 20 bucks for State of Power. So just from a map point of view, it's uh, going to have to surprise me greatly. So State of Power, sub $5 is a big lay for me. You're Maddie BJ. Uh, Gave, I spilled the beans on my Maddie when we we're doing the get out stakes. But uh, at the moment, Mad territory on one or two agencies. Number race nine, number twelve. Great fortune. Yeah, Maddie wise for me. There's no um. There's nothing at twenty dollars at the moment. I'm going to be back. I reckon on the day I'm going to have ten bets. It'll be twenty dollars plus. Like I just think, think on Betfair, dinner pack will be twenty. Plus, yeah, there'll be so many on Betfair that'll be twenty plus. So, um, a couple of those I'll be looking out for. Um, in particular, race four, probably Kia or Star. It's about fifteen bucks at the moment. That's a race with a lot of depth, so that could drift out. And race three, Zatorio. Uh, race two, I should say, Zatorio. Um, just a bit of a wildy. Brad Roy, Brad Roy, Brad Roy, Brad Roy, Brad Roy. Yeah, it's yeah. A heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. Brad Roy, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, I. 
Roy sends the, uh, the ace set up. So, um, yeah, just, just keep an eye out. There's, there's plenty on there, but none that are currently $20. So. Thank you.